the debate over whether there are extraterrestrials visiting this planet should have been over a long, long time ago, even way before 1947, actually. It should have been over in 1897. Uh, that's when something crashed in Aurora, Texas in 1897. And uh, I'm sure many of you have heard this story. And uh, the more I think about this story, the more I think of it as just a, such a lost opportunity, not just in 1897, but then again, a second time, it was another lost opportunity happened in 1973. But anyway, in 1897, uh, actually in 1896, in the 1897, there were uh, hundreds of people who who claimed to have sighted these airships, giant airships flying through the air. You know, giant cigar-shaped objects just floating through, silently float, flying through through the atmosphere. You know, in many different places uh, throughout the United States, and. Um, and in, in, in April of 1897, one of these things apparently crashed in a small rural community in Texas uh, called Aurora. And it crashed into a judge's windmill and then blew up and there was fragments all over the place, according to an article that appeared in two different newspapers at the time. And um, the residents... Uh, actually buried there actually was an occupant that was also discovered that was dead that was badly mangled and that was identified as must have been something from not of this earth it was it was not a human being and yet uh you know unfortunately uh nothing happened i mean there was articles in newspapers but no scientists you know you you would have thought that you know, scientists from different parts of the world, different parts of the country would have traveled to Aurora to, to look at this, you know, the, the, to examine the fragments from the, from the crashed, uh, crashed spaceship and also the, the, the remains of the being that, that was piloting the thing. But none of that happened for whatever reason. Again, it was 1897. Uh, things were a lot different back then. There was no internet. Uh, there was, you know, newspapers could take, you know, uh, to, to get a newspaper from, from a place. If you're living in a different part of the country, to get a newspaper from Dallas could take weeks till you, till you finally got it. It was just a different kind of era. And people back then obviously didn't look at this as, you know, I guess they look in that little town and, you know, they looked at it as a strange thing, an important thing. But, you know, I guess they figured, well, what could we do about it? Nothing. It's, you know, it crashed. The thing's dead. And I guess we just got to, I guess we'll bury the, the, the pilot in the cemetery, the local cemetery here, and then we'll just, and you know, get rid of the wreckage and move on with our lives. I mean, it wasn't, uh, things were a lot different back then. There, there was no military industrial complex to, you know, to uh, come in and, and, and tell everyone to, to be quiet about this. There was no concerns militarily back then for something like this. Um, in fact, there was an army signalsman who was there, and he was also an astronomer, uh, and he concluded that the thing was obviously from another planet. He concluded it was Mars. I mean, that was probably the extent of their imaginations back then. It was, oh, it must be from Mars. Obviously, the thing was most, if you know, if it, if in fact it was an alien, which I believe it was, I know a lot of people out there think, well, we just don't have enough proof, but I, it doesn't make, none of this story makes sense otherwise. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, there was a lot of, some people say it was some kind of a hoax perpetrated by the guy who wrote the article. I just don't see that either. I mean, just, be, they say, oh, this guy wrote some satire pieces in his, in his life too. Well, that, so what? That doesn't matter. This was written as a straight news, news article. And anyway, we'll, uh, we'll look at that news, news article right now. It said, uh, 
<clears throat> this was the April 17th, uh, 1897 uh, article that appeared in the, in the Dallas Morning News. Uh, and it was written by a, a reporter named S.E. Hayden. And the headline reads, A windmill demolishes it. About six o'clock this morning, the early risers of Aurora were astonished at the sudden appearance of the airship which had been sailing through the country. It was traveling due north and much nearer the earth than ever before. Evidently, some of the machinery was out of order, for it was making a speed of only 10 or 12 miles an hour and gradually getting... Uh, settling toward the earth it sailed directly over the public square and when it reached the north part of town collided with the tower of judge proctor's windmill and went to pieces with a terrific explosion scattering debris over several acres of ground wrecking the windmill and water tank and destroying the judge's flower garden the pilot of the ship is supposed to have been the only one on board, and while his remains are badly disfigured, enough of the original has been picked up to show that he was not an, an inhabitant of this world. Mr. T.J. Weems, the United States Signal Service officer at this place and an authority on astronomy, gives it as his opinion that he was a native of the planet Mars. Papers found on his person, evidently the record of his travels, are written in some unknown hieroglyphics and cannot be deciphered. The ship was too badly wrecked to form any conclusion as to its construction or motive power. It was built of an unknown metal, resembling somewhat a mixture of aluminum and silver, and it must have weighed several tons. The town is full of people today who are viewing the wreck and gathering specimens of the strange metal from the debris. The pilot's funeral will take place at noon tomorrow. Now... <laughs> There was another article that appeared too uh, in the uh, in another Dallas newspaper uh, shortly afterward, and and it was mentioned in, in that article according to uh, the the late Jim Mars book Alien Agenda, uh, and Jim Mars actually uh, an, he was an investigative reporter. He actually investigated this situation in 1973 along with a aviation writer named Bill Case, and uh, he wrote in his book that. Uh, in, uh, in his introduction to this book, Alien Agenda, that there was a similar story published in the Fort Worth Register, but in this account, it did not mention the hieroglyphics and stated simply the pilot, who was not an inhabitant of this world, was given a Christian, Christian burial in the Aurora Cemetery. Now, <clears throat> so that there was a second article written in a different newspaper talking about the funeral of this thing. And apparently in Aurora, there was actually cemetery records of this funeral. Now, I can tell you that there's absolutely no, I cannot uh, make myself believe that uh, uh, that, there, that anybody would hold a Christian uh, burial, uh, a fake Christian burial for an, for an alien being in, in, in 1897, or even in this time, time period. I just couldn't imagine that. Uh, so I mean, if somebody's going to say it's a hoax, well, how come there's records of the of the uh, of the funeral of the of the burial? There's actually a cemetery records for that. Well, uh, in 1973, uh, Jim Mars was alerted to this whole situation because it was pretty much uh, only only people in the town really talked about this over the years. Some people in town said it was a hoax, but there was other people who actually. There was actually uh, some people actually remembered seeing it. Uh, there was a, a, a person that was interviewed by Jim Mars uh, in 1973. Uh, his name was Charles Stevens, and he said he was uh, 
in 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 1973 he was 80, 83 years old but when he was a, a young kid he he was on the farm and he, uh, working with his father just outside of town and he saw that the, the, they actually saw the object coming into town and then crashing and he talked about this reluctantly he didn't want to talk about it. he didn't want to get involved but he talked about this story and he told uh bill mars about it or jim mars about it so something crashed there but again the the reaction in 1897 was such that nobody responded i mean i mean no, no scientists came from other, for, uh, you know apparently the story appeared the only story the story only appeared in two articles about it only appeared small articles in, in two different dallas uh, uh newspapers two different texas newspapers and uh that was it and then it just went away and people just went on with their lives and forgot about it apparently nobody of importance no scientific mind out there looked at that story and saw it because had they had they seen it they probably would have wanted to know what was going on and they would have wanted to travel to aurora to find out now there's some people over there some debunkers over the years will say oh well this guy this uh, the writer hayden uh, he was the, the the town was dying there was some uh, some people that suggested that the town was dying at the time and they drummed up this whole thing to try to bring business and, and a railroad through town again i i don't believe that i just i just doesn't make any sense you can't put an article in a newspaper like that it's phony completely absolutely false and besides that I, I can't even imagine someone making something like that up back then i mean they're talking about some sort of paper-like material with with hieroglyphics written on it they're talking about and and the, there was a grave in 1973 when this thing started when when uh this bill case contacted mars and they started investigating this whole thing in 73 it actually made na national news <clears throat> a lot of people were interested when they heard about this that something apparently crashed in this little town back in 1897 and it's been really much a, a local secret all these years but there was a headstone there was actually a headstone there that had a, a drawing of a spaceship on it, an old headstone, and and the grave that they that they found was a small. It was like the size of a child's grave in this little Aurora cemetery. We'll be right back after this quick message. And then there, there was discussion about exhuming the grave because not only. Uh, was it believed that the being was buried there uh but also pieces remnants of the ship were buried in this in this in this grave and uh because this uh, bill case got a metal detector and he discovered that uh, there was at least three large pieces of metal there <clears throat> that was buried under the ground at this little spot this this child-sized grave with this headstone with a flying saucer on it carved onto it now uh, they wanted to, there was discussion about exhuming the grave to try to prove once and for all in 1973 that oh here we go this is we could prove once and for all that uh aliens are coming to this planet that there was something whatever crashed in 19 uh, 1897 in aurora was extraterrestrial and they, they could prove it but the people of aurora and the people that uh, were uh that were in charge of the cemetery association didn't want anybody digging up any graves there so they for 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 a couple of weeks they actually stood guard outside in 1973 uh while this was a big national news so nobody would go in and try to do anything there and then soon after they stopped guarding the place somebody snuck in stole the headstone and not only that case went back and found that there was a hole three holes uh in in the ground where the where the body was buried where the alien body was buried and the and he and it, when he used his metal detector over there was no sign of any uh 
no nothing there was no uh metal there anymore and so as soon as apparently somebody stuck some sort of a vacuum device dug, dug these holes stuck a vacuum device and then sucked everything out and including i'm assuming the remains the remains of this thing could have proved things something right there that could have proved this whole thing right there so two uh, gigantic opportunities lost especially the 1897 in, uh, incident when it occurred i mean there was articles in the newspaper saying yeah yeah this is what happened one of these airships finally crashed and uh the the occupant was not of this earth uh and and even after that there were still reports uh, reports still uh were uh there were many reports after that still of airships it, it was a big deal back in those days in 1890, 1896 and 1897 but my gosh my gosh i mean basically when you look at it for for one thing for for whatever reason i guess the way things were in 1897 you have to imagine that you know back then you know it was just what what are you gonna do what are you going to do? I mean, okay, this thing crashed. I mean, what do we do with it? I mean, I guess that's it. We just get rid of it. I'm sure if there were some scientists that had read these articles, you know, at least one of those articles, I'm sure if there were some a scientist somewhere, somebody who would have known the importance of this, who wouldn't realize that this is a tremendous story, there would have been a big stink about it, a national, an international stink about it. It would have been something that throughout the newspapers of the world, but for whatever reason, it did not happen. And it just, the story just faded away and everybody forgot about it until 1973 when, again, when Bill Case, uh, this, uh, this aviation writer who, who died like a year later, he died in like 74, uh, when he discovered this, you know, the, the cemetery, the, the, the gravestone, the, the, the story, and, you know, the, him and, and Mars start looking into it. Uh, and then again, you had a second opportunity, though, to prove this. But like I guess the oldsters in charge of the cemetery at the time, they you know, they prevented it. They they didn't want anyone to do any exhumation, which I think would have been the best thing to do. Had you done an exhumation at that time in '73, you could have proved everything. It would have been over. But and who who stole the stuff? Now some people think it was members of the government to maintain the the UFO, the the, the reality, the extraterrestrial reality at the time. They had somebody they snuck, you know, some team in there snuck in in the middle of the night, you know, like thieves in the night, drill those holes in the ground, suck everything out. There's no more, no evidence to worry about anymore. And apparently, some of the other wreckage uh, in uh, 1897, when uh, this wreckage was thrown in a well, but uh, at some some other property, and uh, the, the, on the on the judge's property, and somebody else bought that property years later, and. Uh, a lot of the people that lived in this area where, where, where you drank from that well ended up getting severe uh, disease, arthritis, and suffered. Uh, a lot of them think it was because uh, the, the stuff in that well was radioactive that was tossed in there. But there really there was, wasn't that many remnants of that metal left over. There was one piece in 73 that they looked at that was otherworldly that that was didn't make any sense but you know again the big proof the big proof would have been the remains of the body itself the the metal that they you know that was stolen from the from the grave uh you know who did it like why who like how did that happen now right now if you know if you wanted to visit aurora they they have it you know it's 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 like a tourist attraction almost like they'll they'll you know if you want to go look at the they, they this the, the even though the headstone was stolen they they've made a replica of the one that used to be there 
that was stolen in 73 and uh you know it, it's just a sh- it's a sad shame that this whole thing could have been all you know th- there would have been no mystery you know had in 1897 had that story after it was printed, after it was published, ha- had some scientists come in from out of town, had somebody read that article of th- that would have known the importance of it, imagine how different things would be today. That This would have been the biggest story back then in 1897. It should have been the biggest story. But, <laughs> you know, that's that's the way things were in 1897. And again, you know, it's funny, you know, there's uh, the United States government really wouldn't have been, what are they going to do in 1897? There's no gigantic military-industrial complex. There's no concerns about China or Russia back then, you know, or any other uh, kind of country, any other uh, enemy country for that matter. There's no, they're, you know, they're, the military is a whole different animal at that time. You know, they're riding around on horses. You know, there there is no flight. In fact, the first airships that were flown in America wasn't until 1904. It's the first dirigible. Now, some people claim that, well, it might have been a dirigible. It might have been some people. Uh, there was some secret group in California that was, uh, uh, you know, experimenting with 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 uh, aircraft, and maybe they made something, and that's what crashed in in uh, Aurora, and the body was just the body of, uh, you know, of of, uh, of this person, and they just misidentified it. I, I well, again, uh, that that's that's preposterous. That's preposterous, and I'll tell you why. Is because actually, the at the time in the newspaper article in 1897, they're telling you it was from looked like it was somebody that was not of this earth. There was some characteristics about this being that was obviously not human, and they all recognized that. And uh, and not only that, but uh, Mars's wife uh, was work uh, as a teacher in the area later on, and learned from uh, the grandson of one of the witnesses that actually saw the body that it was a three three and a half foot tall being with a big head, just like the aliens we hear about today. And and again, the grave the gravesite itself was the size of a child, just like the gray aliens we uh, we hear about today. So were they what were they flying around in, in cigar shaped objects? Is that what they were doing, flying around in cigar shaped objects back in 1896, 1897? What were they up to then? What, how did the you know what ha- I mean the, the what happened that led to a crash in in, in this small little rural town? Uh, Nobody, nobody knows, but it, it happened early in the morning. There were witnesses to it. There was the the town was loaded with people. Look, the look at the wreckage after it crashed. Uh, a lot of people saw the uh, saw the body. There was a, a, a and then a pastor, an out, a, a pastor came in, did rites over at the at the, at the funeral at the service of, uh, in the cemetery. And again, this was this was recorded in in, in the cemetery records. So. Something happened. Something happened in Aurora, and there were two chances that were blown. Two chances that this this thing could have this whole thing we wouldn't even be talking about this. There wouldn't be no debunkers anymore because it would have been a done deal a long time ago. There would have been no Roswell cover up. Maybe there would have been, but we wouldn't know. We, it wouldn't have mattered. We would have already known. Wait, that would have that was fifty years before this. That was fifty years after the eighteen ninety seven incident. So everybody in the whole world would have already known that there's extraterrestrials out there and that they're coming here from someplace. But again, uh, for whatever reason, the story appeared in two two newspapers from Texas. 
never got any traction beyond that and everyone just it just faded away but you know people in aurora will tell you, you know, a lot of kids over the years you know after that would you know they heard about the story locally it was already it was known you know kids would go and look at oh let's go look at where the spaceman was buried you know so it was a big deal there but as for the rest of the world nobody really knew, heard about this until 1973 and it's uh, although it's an amazing amazing story it just goes to show that you know in days of old people viewed these things differently uh by 1947 50 years later this was a bigger deal by that time we we, we were flying we we just got through world war one and world war two uh this was a you know milit from a military standpoint okay we got to keep this secret after this is after roswell uh, we got to keep this secret we got to try to reverse engineer this thing we got to figure out how this stuff works and, and then we control uh the narrative uh, the world narrative forever but uh yeah what a lost opportunity what a, a gigantic lost opportunity uh i i just wish that uh things would have turned out differently in 1890 especially 1897 when it first happened that's that was the big moment i mean yeah everything was lined up you had to actually had the article in the newspaper two articles two different newspapers two articles uh you had people hundreds of people apparently going or look to coming from around that area to go look at this wreckage you had witnesses that saw the thing crashing it just it's unbelievable that it was it didn't get much more than that than those two articles and basically those two articles they should have been top of the fold headline but they really weren't they were just you know in the middle somewhere you know like yeah you know, what are you gonna do it's you, you know I'm, I'm sure there were people who were scared by this i mean you would have to imagine like you know if you're back in 1897 it's like something from out of this world you don't even want to think about that it's like let's just forget about that and move on with life we'll just bury him in the be good christians here we'll bury it bury him in the cemetery let's just move on here and just forget about this you know let's just keep it quiet from here on out i don't even want to talk about it that's what you, I, I would imagine that would be what the the thought process was it was probably so fantastic and scary at the same time and and who knows maybe there were uh people higher ups you know throughout the country that might have been made aware of this story at the time but just you know what i'm gonna stay away from that one i don't know if i even want to look into that it just might have been just a little bit too you know too ahead of its time for that moment in, in, in history people just weren't ready in 1897 to start talking about uh you know alien beings from other worlds from mars you know in fact you know that wasn't long after it was around that same time where you know a few years earlier where the well hg wells you know had war of the worlds wrote war of the worlds uh, and you know talking about an invasion from mars and here now something's crashing and it's like we we, don't, we really want to go there already you know so yeah who knows what the thought process was but it's unfortunate that, that again that it wasn't like made a bigger deal at that moment in time in 1897 and of course it's also unfortunate that 1973 didn't turn out a little differently either had there been an exhumation uh before whoever came in and stole the stuff showed up uh this thing could have been put to bed back then